And welcome in to the latest edition of the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Uh, a little bit shorter of a crew today. It's me and Sean Gaida, owner of Blessem. We'll get into uh, recaps of what happened last week, previews, and Brown's Corner, as always. Hopefully give you a little bit of fantasy advice from our uh from us uh quote unquote experts we're not really experts but hope you listen in enjoy sean how you doing tonight good to see you hey you know good to see you brother good i need to i need to find a way to see you well are you going will you be at mom's friday i know this isn't a mom's thing but i don't know yet that is still something to be talked about that's something we can discuss off air um sounds sounds looking for those controllers but i have a question um yes about Zeke and Doug, where they at though? Where they at though? Where they at though? Where they at though? Where they? I'm not really sure. So I will say we're doing something. We're doing something new this week. Um, If you guys go on our Twitter at at t l o o g one, that's at t l o o g one. You can actually watch us stream live on YouTube. Give it a shot. So I don't know a whole lot of people that are going to watch, but sure, um, interact with us at uh, at t l o o at t l o o g one on Twitter. I'll be watching the feed as we go. So if you guys Man, have any questions or Twitter. anything, feel free to ask. Uh, but yeah, we're going to broadcast live. I doubt we get any watches. I know one person who asked that they could watch, but um, anywho, just if you guys wanted to watch that, it's there. Um, anyhow, I hope you guys are doing well tonight. We'll break right into it. Oh, <laughs> I was just sending out the, uh, sending out the, uh, the podcast there. And, uh, I sent out a something, something different. Um, I sent out a, a bitmoji deal. of, of me on a, uh, on a heart shaped bed. So that is that, really cute. Those people that, uh, that just got that, you know, I, I hope you enjoy it. It is, uh, I, I worked really hard on, on getting that done. So, so thanks again, all for joining us. Thanks for your weekly listens. Make sure you follow us, give us five stars where you can, um, wherever you find us and listen, that helps more people find us. It helps more people, uh, rate us and it, you know, maybe we do something out of this and Hey, a little tease that Sean got us. We may have uh, some big time guests in the, yeah. in the coming weeks. So, uh, that should be fun for our, our 30, 20 to 30 listeners a week. Anyhow, yeah, I think so. Um, shout out to, uh, to our boy, Paul Brown in the UK. Um, we're going to yeah. get up with them after Christmas, probably do a, maybe like a Browns recap, football recap kind of thought. Um, it'd be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I'm excited for sure. Yeah, so that for those of you who don't know who Paul Brown is, he is a international Browns fan. He's the biggest international uh, Browns podcast. I think he's the first. He's at Paul Brown underscore UK. So if you guys want to follow him, he's a fun follow on Twitter. He loves his Browns. Um, we'll get into a little Browns corner later. But also, let's, also let's not leave out Jack Duffin, um, his his partner sidekick extraordinaire, who's. Uh, the one who kind of started all this up for us. So yeah. And Jack actually did a couple of great Jack Duffin. That's at Jack Duffin, J C K D U F F I N on Twitter. But, um, he did a couple of great, um, podcasts last week based on Sashi Brown, uh, um, for RAP Sashi week, interviewed some big time guys like Evan Silva, um, got a lot of good information on 
on why Sashi should or should not have been fired. We're going to, you know, let time tell on that one. I think you set us up in a lot of great places. Either way, we can all, we can all be happy that, uh, that Hugh Jackson's not around anymore. Anyhow, he's around. He's just, uh, losing games for the Bengals. He's 0-4. Notice I'm drinking my victory Bud Light tonight. You know, one of the greatest things I messed up on, one of the moments where I felt that I failed the most was when I was in Cleveland a few weeks ago watching the Casey game and forgot to get Brown's Bud Light bottles, aluminum bottles. That's probably I don't even like Bud Light, but I wanted one, and I feel awful that I didn't it's the, come through it's on the that. It's the only year that I've, that I've had since week three of the football season. So, well, this is my um, formal apology to you, my yeah. brother, uh, for not falling. No, I've, not, not, I've loved every minute of it. I know, but what a great thing on. would have been to drink Brown's what Bud a, Lights. Yeah. What a great week. Um, a great week of fantasy football. Actually, this is probably one of the first weeks that all the games were actually decided on Sunday. Uh, no games came down to Monday night, they were all decided on Sunday. So, let's get right into. Um, I know it was super fun getting beat by 47 or 43, genuinely. You did not have really. a good game. Um, did My not top have a good score game. was Drew Brees at 13 yeah. points. So well, let's just go into that one. Number one takes on uh, number eight. The deplorables take on Bless Him in the Brother Battle. Um, I'm going to toot my horn a little bit. Not that I put up a great score, 121.1. Very but, beatable uh, score. Very beatable score. Uh, but... I beat Blessem for the third time of the season, uh, which is a great thing for me. Go three and zero versus your brother uh, is always fun. So, Philip Rivers kind of had a, a malign day, but also disappointing days out of Todd Gurley, um, Mike Evans, Adam Thielen. The deplorables have a lot more to have a lot more to put up, and they should have a lot more fun this week. Um, Philip Rivers goes has Cincinnati come home and really just I feel like they. Uh, I don't know. They 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 let Cincinnati stay in stay in the game the entire time. Chicago puts a shellacking on the Los Angeles Rams. Lets them get nothing Man. started. Um, Chicago really the, a total of of fifty eight yards. Do what? Is, is Chicago the the two thousand one Ravens? Like, are we going to see Trubisky kind of barely get them just enough points and that defense score a touchdown every game and pull them into the Super Bowl? Is that what's going to happen? I mean, I don't know. The they have a, I mean, the best defense and the Khalil, they're playing at a very very high level. You got Khalil Mack who's uh, plays anywhere in the field, keeps up with tight ends. He also uh, rushes the passer very well. Unbelievable talent and that. I think I don't think anybody's complaining in Chicago about what they gave up for that draft pick. I say, tell me one team in the NFL that wouldn't give two first round picks for Cleveland nope. Mack now. I mean, and the same thing goes, which we'll get into later for Amari Cooper. Uh, who's mad that they gave up a number, huh. a number one pick? It's almost Dallas, like that's almost like I off. said. It's almost like I said that would be worth it, hmm. and that he was a number one receiver, and everybody hated on me, but he's true. I not think Amari Cooper's I not real. Think that was, and he has been. He is. He's been legit. The bad I didn't man. like him coming out of college. Um, I have a I have a close friend who's a Raiders fan, and I was talking to him today, and he said the fact that when he saw Armari Mar- Cooper catch that touchdown pass that bounced off the defender, he said yeah. if that was Raiders Amari Cooper, he would have given up on the play ten yards ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, like, I mean, that's a lot. that's a difference. The difference in in a team and that is headed in one direction and a, and a team that is tanking on purpose. Well, just not believing in the team. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. I think it was hard for any Raider to believe in what they were doing. 
yeah so um so anyhow getting getting back to this deplorables beats bless him uh drew Brees goes for 13.9 actually outscores philip rivers uh, who went for 13.5 but who would have thought your team goes you know new orleans scores 28 points and drew Brees only only throws a touchdown um but he has a you know bounce back bounce back chance this week um a couple of guys I'm worried about with these two teams. Um, obviously, Austin Eckler goes is, is going to be out this week, but um, would have been a huge game for him too. He would have scored 90 points against uh, Cincinnati. Well, he got. I mean, he he got 15.4. So he he did he did his his due diligence. But um, I'm re- I'm worried about. I know Jarvis Landry had a big game, so I'm hoping they're going to continue getting him involved. Uh, I don't have a tight end. Cameron Brait, we'll we'll see what he does. But um, you know, Todd Gurley and Alvin Kamara down the stretch have have not been the RB ones in the past month that uh, that I've needed and, and and wanted to count on. But um, a couple guys I'm worried about. Obviously, you're out of the, you're out of the playoffs. But for those teams who are still in the playoffs, um, Drew Brees, I'm a little little concerned with him down the stretch. I know he's got some good matchups coming down um, with Carolina and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's playing uh, they're playing better defense against the run but their uh their pass defense has, has just been garbage as given up by 30 points to in a losing effort to uh to Oakland this week but uh, can I say something here yeah I, I never thought I'd say this at the beginning of the year Drew Brees cost me three games he, he did he did not score more than 15 points the last three weeks of the season I mean, he genuinely cost me two games, well, and I, I I could have played Baker Mayfield the last three weeks, and I know that now that's going to like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, look, look at you know what cost what cost Blessing this week was. You only had two guys in double digits, and one of them was Eric Ebron. God, that guy continues to catch touchdown after touchdown, mm-hmm. um, and Drew Brees. They both were the only ones in double digits. Michael Thomas doesn't get any wins on him. He had 98 yards. You can't get mad at that. No, um, I mean, he had nine PPR scoring. Yeah, well, 98 yards. Josh Gordon goes for 96. Gets 9.6 points. Never gets into the end zone. Um, I had 2.9 combined points with both my running backs who both got hurt. That hurts. Well, yeah, James in, in White, I don't half. know if he got hurt. He just wasn't used. Um, no, I think he got a stinger and was out for most of the game. With, with James White, you're going to have – um, you got Rex Burkhead and um and Devlin. I mean, Sony well, Michelle's not even getting touchdown carries. Well, back up. Look, what what, what hurt me? What, what hurt me is what hurt a majority of owners in this last week. Is that Cream Hunt is a human piece of garbage and decided yeah. to beat up a girl. And that he was my number one first round pick. He was carrying my team. And so when he went out, it, it really stole the thunder out of my team. Yeah. You also did not get Spencer Ware, who didn't have a great game, but well, he had a 16 yeah. or something like that. So he had a pretty – he had a, a solid-ish effort. Um, I'm trying to see. He had 12.9 in our league, so not not terrible. Still would have would have, been would good. have helped. Um, so would have not, been getting, good. not getting him was, was detrimental. But your – Blessum's team in general just – they didn't. They did not have a good week. So. Uh, they, I think I was the hottest and coldest team for sure of the year. My scores were like 140, 66, 185, 34. Um, I just 
hot and cold team. Yeah, I mean, I think that your usage of, of you know getting a guy like James White when you did, he had a kind of a hot streak, but we know that we can never trust that that New England backfield. Um, mm-hmm. People started to get healthy again. They they started to lose. They they started. He started to lose touches. Even when when you thought he was going to lose touches, he'd go for you know nine catches for ninety six yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah. But this week he you know like you said he he went out with a stinger, but he just he just didn't play very well. Um, yeah. Didn't at all. Next up on the list is uh, biscuit in your pants taking on here for the beer, which I thought this was going to be the game of the week. Um, but here for the beer is haunted by Jared Goff. Uh, going to Chicago. He has Jared Goff and Brandon Negative Cooks in this game. Three. They combine oh. for 1.9 points. Unbelievable. Um, I'm kind of happy. Thanks thanks here for the beer for bidding uh, more on Jimmy Graham than I did because I ended up getting a guy that had two catches and two touchdowns and, and Cameron Bright. Yeah, um, thanks here for the beer. Appreciate that. Yeah, so he gets a huge game at a, at a T.Y. Hilton who, for all you folks who have T.Y. Hilton, I think he is going to continue to smash uh, coming down coming down the way. Uh, he's it's got, like I said uh, something about him too earlier in the he year. Does have a, he is a tough matchup at, with Dallas, but if you make it to the championship with him, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a great game against the Giants. Yeah, but um, he put up twenty almost twenty two points against Houston. That's what I'm saying. Like T T Y Hilton is matchup proof. Like that guy is pretty well, much he, he tends to Ebron. shred Houston. He's the only guy that luck has. And so he's going to score points. Yeah, he he does tend to shred Houston. If you look back on his um on his on his statistics against Houston, he just tends to uh he just he just tends to to work well. I'm trying to I'm trying to pull that up. But um I don't know what it is against T. Y. Hilton in Houston, but he I think he, in the last seven starts he's gone over hundred yards every single time. Um let's see. He's he's taken twenty five point eight percent of the targets going into this game. Um Let's see. And then over the past four games leading into it, he had seven or more catches in three straight games. And when these teams last met, uh, Hilton notched 115 yards earlier this season. So you knew he was in a smash spot. Um, just a guy who who takes Houston to the woodshed. Um, He's legit. But he gets, I mean, here for the beer, I think, is, is they're going to set themselves up good for next year with with keepers. Um, you still, Lamar Miller is starting to come on. Nick Chubb is becoming an RB1. I think next year, he, he, next year if they dress up that offensive line a little bit, um, he gets another year in the system. He can be, he can definitely be an RB1. Uh, Antonio Brown not, only goes for, do what? I'm not meaning to toot my own horn here, but. All the guys that I talked about all season are coming through. Lamar Miller, oh. T.Y. Hilton, Amari Cooper. <clears throat> These are guys that I, I, I mean, I just had a feeling about because they were in the right place with the right scheme to do well. That's all they needed. Lamar Miller has been doing better. He's a seventeen. He's you know, point rank point rank seventeen out of uh, uh for running backs right now. So he's he's an RB two. Um, which is, that's I think, that's, that's about where he's be, he was drafted. So, I mean, it's good value there. Um, but Brandon Cooks is, is, I mean, this team I thought was going to go far in the playoffs. He just got, I mean, one, he ran up against the hottest team in the league right now with, with Biscuit in your pants with 29.6 out of Tom Brady. Saquon Barkley is um, just getting heavily, heavily used in the in New York. And then he goes off for... Um, 
170 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, Saquon yeah, Barkley yards on 14 touches and a touchdown for 30 points. Um, Aaron Jones gets gets into it. Keenan Allen goes for 13. Dante, I mean, he even put Dante Pettis in. He had Travis Kelsey, and, and he replaced his James Conner with the Jalen Samuels. So his team is is clicking on all cylinders, and they are going to be tough to beat. So we'll get into matchups later where he's taking on another very <laughs> hot team and um, Doug's team. And uh, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. So Saquon Barkley is going to be a fantasy king, but he's not a difference maker in picks in the NFL. Say that again. Saquon Barkley is going to be a fantasy king for the next five years, but he's not a difference maker in the NFL when it comes to games and standings. Well, the problem is running backs rarely are. You got to have a yeah, absolutely. They don't have a defense. Um, uh, they need they need a quarterback and they need a defense. Now, granted, Washington is the worst offense in the. I mean, in the NFL, they're on their fourth string quarterback. Half their offensive line is on IR. I think they've got 17 guys on IR right now. Um, so Washington's going to lose out. I was going to post this question earlier with everybody because I would have loved to hear some other thoughts on this as well. But if you're Washington, I, I know the popular thing right now is to say, well, Kaepernick, Kaepernick's better than Sanchez. I, I get that. But if you're Washington and you're in the playoff hunt and you have an opportunity with the defense to play and you need a quarterback who can get the ball out quickly – throw short passes why are you not throwing as much as you can at the browns who are so high on baker mayfield right now that and with a few games left in tyrod's contract that you would trade a second or third round pick for tyrod taylor well the trade deadline's right. over for one that's a great point i didn't think about that at all <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, you can't, you're, there it is you're, you're stuck with what's in free agency now i look like um, an idiot <laughs> congratulations so my thing about I mean, we'll we'll get into this Colin Kaepernick thing, and I understand what he did. Uh, I understand that you know he took a team to the he took a team to the to the Super Bowl. Um, I get it. He was good. He hasn't played a lick of football in three years, right? And, three years, and he years? wasn't that good. I I mean, he, he was, he was he made, able. He, he could lead a team. Plays. He could lead a team. Um, He'd make a, a play here or there, but he wasn't a dynamic quarter. I mean, he was good. No, no, no doubt he's better than Mark Sanchez. Absolutely. But he wasn't well, a dynamic Josh player. Johnson. Yeah. And Josh Johnson. Esteemed Cleveland Browns quarterback, Josh yeah. Johnson. So he had well, a start this, in Cleveland. This is the thing. He and he, he's also turned down contracts by teams. So mm-hmm. I I'm out of respect. I mean, I didn't have a whole lot of respect for him, but I'm out of respect for this guy. Um He's been offered contracts. He's turned down, and he he hasn't he hasn't picked up a football in in three years. And there's something to be said there. People talk about football yeah. shape. He hasn't he hasn't seen a, a an NFL DB in three years. It's yep. time to it's time to stop tooting that horn. Yes, he might be. When good, if he if he but, loved the game of football, he would have been playing somewhere else to get himself there. I mean, he, I, lo- he loves the recognition. In genuine, in genuine. I'm, I'm going to say this very genuinely. I think Johnny Manziel loves the sport of football more than Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Well, at this point, maybe because he actually is trying to get back in. He's playing CFL. But mm-hmm. um, Biscuit in Your Pants is a, they've got a ton, a ton of starters that we'll get into. So next up, we're going to talk Ezekiel 25 17 taking on. Um, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Again, this is a game <laughs> that, that was. Uh, 
Didn't matter. 107.1 to one to 67. 107.1 to 67. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson is just being eaten up by um just being eaten up by by injuries and 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 bad luck. Uh, David Johnson hasn't been used the way that he is, the way that he's supposed to be. Um, is, is he the biggest letdown of the fantasy football year? Oh, you think? No, no, no. Le'Veon Bell is the biggest letdown. Le'Veon. Well, Bell, I mean, outside I of Le'Veon, but but yeah. oh yeah, I, no one far. expected Le'Veon to play. I think David Johnson. So if you look at him, uh, he's point ranked twelve right now. He was drafted as the number two running back, and he's about ten spots below that. He's gotten one game over over twenty points. And that was in Week Ten versus Kansas City. Um, he's gotten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games over that 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 were ten points or over. Um, so he's Is averaging about thirteen point seven points games? a week. He's not what you drafted him to be. Um, you drafted him. He only had Todd one Gurley, game over. Bell, and he and you did not get that. He only had um, one game over hundred yards this year, and he had KC was ninety eight, but still he had one and the other, nothing else is close i mean 37 48 31 71 55 54 39 59 then 98 137 63 69 49 i mean he didn't even like sniff well they they didn't use him for the first for the first half of the year until they fired their offensive coordinator but they're still not using him to to portion now i mean he's he he, he really he's been shut down though he had 17 touches against 17 attempts versus Green Bay for 63, 20 or 17 versus Los Angeles, 20 versus Green Bay for 69, and 15 versus versus Detroit, which Detroit's not giving up rushing yards since they got snacks. Um, but snacks. This is this is a chance for him to be. He's he's in a smash spot with with Atlanta against Atlanta right now, uh, in a dome, going to Atlanta. I think that's going to be a, an interesting play next week. Well, but I say let's hit the last game and then we'll go to previews. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, so it's sixty-seven for Ezekiel twenty-five seventeen. The only good play he has is Andrew Luck. The rest of his team, um, didn't perform. Marlon Mack falls into the end zone, gets nine point three, uh, and that was about it. He's got Zach Ertz is, was disappointing. Zay Jones, Tyler Boyd, Golden Tate, um, Tevin Coleman. He was also kind of hurt at, at the last minute good. too. Matt Brito, Matt Brady gets ruled out. Odo Beckham Jr. Yeah. gets ruled out on game day um, as warm ups, <laughs> like an hour before game day at the Frank last Gore minute on his bench. So, um, just unfortunate, unfortunate for him. Um, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson does have it. They they do play Ben Roethlisberger over Patrick Mahomes, which I kind of understand. Ben Roethlisberger was going to Oakland, but you had Road Ben uh, at a one o'clock start in Oakland. And what happened? He still he still put up nineteen, but I know he got hurt, and they, they take they take the loss. The Steelers uh, lose. What a beautiful thing! Which is wonderful. Everybody except the Browns in the AFC North takes the L. Do you know what I love about that? The Steelers. So the Browns lost this to the Raven to the Raiders rather, but it was on a total bullcrap call, which we've covered, and it was with Amari Cooper. Khalil Mack was gone by this point, but yeah, the Steelers lost to a beat up Amari Cooperless, hurt offensive line. Oakland team, and that that just made my day. Fun. That just made me it was fun. Happy. It was a fun Sunday for Browns fans. It sure um, was. Next up, the last the last playoff game of the week, uh, falling like Sean Stone, taking on hashtag Trust the Process. Um, this was a, a another hot team. I think this is I think this is a team that's probably going to be in the in the finals. Um, 
Tyreek Hill, you know, has a has himself a day. Joe uh, Mixon. Joe Mixon finally. Zeke has been waiting all season for Joe Mixon to pay off. He finally paid off. Well, he's been the fifteenth. He's been the the thirteenth best, right behind David Johnson. He had a couple injuries early, but he's been averaging fifteen points a game. He had one big game in Week Eight versus Tampa Bay, but he goes to Oakland uh, this next week, which we'll get into. But uh, he so he had puts two up one point three. Do what? He only week one and then week eight and then this past week. I mean, he had he had two above average games. All the other yeah, ones you'll take he was, you'll take 17, 14, 11, 15. Um, you'll take you'll take those weeks. Um he he's kind yeah, of I mean, been they're okay, but he's been he's been hampered uh also by a you know bad offense. But um so Juju Smith Schuster goes ham against Oakland and helps lead him to that 142.3. Uh, he did a good job playing Jameis Winston instead of Kirk Cousins. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster is the best pick of the draft. Yeah, I don't know where he drafted value. It was, gosh, I mean, it, insane. I, and I, I hate the Steelers, but for a receiver to put up 27, 31 another week, 20 another week, 15, 20 another week, 14, 14, and that's being across from a true number one receiver with yeah. Antonio Brown as just that one is of the best nuts. receivers in the game. So, um, I think the big disappointment for this game for uh, for Jeff House and his falling like Sean Stone team is um, obviously Leonard Fournette goes for four point one. Uh, Jordan Reed gets hurt and puts up a a big old goose egg, um, and Melvin Gordon being being ruled out. Those all hurt his chances for. To win this game, so that's why he take yeah, he yeah. takes the L one forty two point three to ninety four. Um, Christian McCaffrey does have a relatively he has a good two touchdown game against uh, in a losing effort to Cleveland. Um, the L, but trust the process. Watch out. Um, let's see if they can get to the championship game. So moving along, um, we're not going to get into the the Khalil Mack and pending owners. Oh. We are going to say one thing about this. <laughs> Khalil Mack almost was at a point where they lost a the game because Derrick Henry put Derrick up. Derrick Henry goes for 58.8. Points. But uh, the rest how of, great would that have been? Yeah, the, the rest of uh, of pending of the pending team does not. I mean, Rob Gronkowski is the only team that does anything. Um, Man. Crazy. Mitchell Trubisky goes for 4.7, but he still gets 120. But Cleo Mack and those guys put up 153.5 to uh, puts puts up 153.5 to to take this one and take a one game yeah, lead in the in the league. So, but there are some I mean, there's some players that we can talk about later uh, with Amari Cooper and uh, and Deshaun Watson. He just came on too late. So going into well, hey, let's cover. We're gonna go as we always do at the break. We're gonna we're gonna cover Brown's corner. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit of, of Brown's football. Uh, they had a very very fun week this week. So give us give us the rundown. What do you, what did you like about the game? Yeah, let me tell you something. I was and in fact, this would be a great opportunity, Tim. I would like you <clears throat> to say, <clears throat> excuse me, to say either that this is a valid state, valid claim, or invalid claim. Okay. I have been a Baker believer since far before the draft. Is that true or false? Yeah, that's true. Thank I'll you. Give you that. I I feel about Baker Mayfield the way that I felt against 
every quarterback the Browns played the last decade, where if we were leading as a Browns fan, leading um, even up by two touchdowns, and there was still half a quarter left in the fourth quarter, I knew we were going to lose. I just knew it. <laughs> um, yeah. When Baker Mayfield takes the field late in the game, when he's got a score, he scores. Like he he leads and is amazing. I'm so I'm so excited. I'm pumped about Baker Mayfield. I'm pumped about Nick Chubb. Our our defense held the Panthers when they needed a touchdown so bad on the three yard line. Uh, they got an interception at the end of the game when you absolutely needed it to get to take hope away from Cam. Uh, seeing the victory formation in Cleveland is an incredibly beautiful thing. Fantastic uh, thing. And and I'm I'm going to say this too. I, I know I'm tooting my horn a lot tonight, but you tend to. Oh, give it up. When I'm I've been right about a lot of things this season. That's all it is, except for my fantasy team. Um, but I, if Greg wins two of the next three, I think it could win out. I don't know that he's not the head coach of the Cleveland Browns next year. I I mean it's it is uh. It could happen. That's, I, I'm not saying it's not, but I would really like to see, I'd really like to see Bruce Arians. Uh, I know a lot of people are saying he won't come back, but I'd really like to see Bruce Arians take over, leave, uh, leave Greg Williams at the, at the helmet for the defense and then give, um, and give Freddie Kitchen at the, the helmet, the helm for the defense. <laughs> I thought you said at the helmet. I was gonna, no, at the helm of the defense, and then Freddie Kitchens yeah. the offense. So, so we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm trying to pull up my my internet has decided to poop out on this computer, so I don't know what's going on. Um, on my other computer, luckily this this is still working. Here but, we are. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I think you you have confidence in Baker Mayfield. I think you have. Uh, confidence that he's come in. So one of the great things, one of the great stats I read the other day was um, since Hugh Jackson left, the Browns are 14 of 14 in the red zone. Um, uh, touchdowns. Scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Touchdowns. So, which is 14 the best. They also lead. Uh, they also lead the NFL in yards it, per average, play? average yards per play. Since uh, since Freddie Kitchens took over, so there's a lot to be excited about as a as a Browns fan. Um, you know what I love the creativity. Like it, yeah. it, you're not you're not running in there and seeing, you know, like a a 21, um, and then oh here we go we're gonna power to the right and oh we're gonna run you know a double slant and a post. Like, the things that Freddie Kitchens is bringing in to the offense. It's creative yeah, that run that it's run play with Jarvis Landry is genius. And well, then you know they ran it. They ran it to the outside earlier in the season, right? They, they actually threw that pitch. I think the second game that Kitchens was the offensive the coordinator. Yeah. Well, so they ran the same play. It wasn't Landry. Though. I think it was Callaway on the inside. And but they actually pitched it out to Chubb, which is probably what Keekley saw. Because if you go and watch that play, you can see Keekley. Oh, the entire defense. Fake, yeah. But Luke Keekley doesn't. That doesn't happen, Luke Keekley. And when he did, it was a thing of beauty. Kitchens is creative. He's smart. I was I was texting with a friend um, during that game, and when Jarvis ran in for the touchdown from the like two or three on that play, I I we both texted at the same time. He could have gone for a hundred. Uh, he was he Which was gone, and then Later he does the it again. <laughs> he goes for 
50 plus and he gets caught at the what two yard line to give Chubb his his touchdown of the day. Um totally untouched. Uh, Again, another beautiful scheme, yeah, beautiful I mean, play. Just, just a great play. Baker Mayfield, the offensive line is, is protecting. Um Baker Mayfield has only been sacked once in the last four weeks. Um did you see that stat about uh the Browns like actually quarterback hurries where the Browns have four over the last, I think five games and yeah. the closest person closest next team is like Tennessee with 19. I guess yeah, not even game, close. This game could have been a lot. If you look at the scoreboard, you're going to see a close game. But if you watch the game, this game could have been out of hand. This could have been a 40 to 20 game. Um, yeah. It's two fumbles. fumbles one, by, one by Richard Higgins and one by Jarvis Landry carrying the ball like a, like a loaf of bread. But I think the Browns have a lot to be excited about. Um, as a, uh, as our friend in the UK would would say, as Paul Brown would say, uh, change is coming, and you know we're we're excited about it. And I think so. That, question, uh, yeah. Two two things. One one question: Can the Browns win out? Three. We'll say three questions. Two. Do they win out? Three. Is it enough to make the playoffs at eight, seven, and one, or win the can, division? Can they win out? Yes, I think they can win out. Uh, I think they can. Um, it's tough to say that they will win out. If they do win out, do they make the playoffs? No. I, I think it, we have a chance. Uh, I think the best chance now to make the playoffs is to is to win the division. And to win the division, we need uh, we need the Steelers to lose all three, which they're losable games for the Steelers. And we need the Ravens to lose two out of three, which are also losable games. We need them to – they can win this week, but then they have to lose the next two. Can we just say it's December twelfth? We're talking about the Browns winning the, the division, being, being even a thought. It's exciting, beautiful. It is very, very exciting. So let's get into the. Let's get in to the. Uh, we're we're thirty dangerous. minutes in already, so we're gonna we're gonna check on uh, some previews for next week. We're gonna start with uh, what I believe. Well, we're, let's go with we're just gonna go one one seed against five seed. The deplorables take on trust the process. This is an interesting game to me. Um, mm. Obviously, one, it's my game, so it has to be. But trust the process is going is moving in an upward trend. I'm interested to see what they do. If they decide to play Kirk Cousins against Miami or Jameis, stick with Jameis Winston against Baltimore against an elite defense. Um, he's got some good matchups like Joe Mixon against Oakland. Uh, he's got Ezekiel Elliott going against Indianapolis. Tyreek Hill against the Chargers. But Tyreek Hill is questionable. And the Chargers have – well, he's playing, they've said – but uh, the Chargers, yeah, the one place that they're fine. good is is at the is at the defensive back position. I'm interested to see who New England takes away. Do they take away Juju Smith-Schuster or do they take away Antonio Brown? Because um, hmm. James Conner is probably going to be out, so they're not going to worry a whole lot about the run game. Not worried about D.D. Westbrook. Uh, Jacksonville offense is, is not good. Um, Austin Hooper going against a very bad Arizona team. Sony Michelle, I'm... He's losing all of his touchdowns to uh, some guy named Devlin. Um, Saints defense and and Will Lutz. So he's got I, – I like his matchups. I, I do like his matchups. And then conversely, you look at the other side. Phillip Rivers going against Kansas City. My only hope with this one is that this game is a 48-42 to 42 style ball game. Um, this is actually the perfect game for Phillip Rivers because – That was my um, – If Melvin Gordon is out and hurt, then with Thursday Kansas night. City being a quick scoring offense and Kansas City not having Kareem Hunt, 
<clears throat> it's going to be a lot of throwing, a lot of passing, and that's going to be really good for Rivers. Uh, and he's just going to throw the heck out of the ball. Um, and I, honestly, I think Rivers is probably a little ticked because he should be more in the MVP conversation, and he's overshadowed by Mahomes. I don't think he's worried about that. He's worried about winning. I don't think he's worried about that. But I will say, if they throw the ball all over the field, Tyree Kill is going to be a guy that going to be a beneficiary of that. That's true. Um, that's true. Well, and you know, the other thing I'm interested in, I want to answer your question earlier. Um, I think that Antonio Brown is going to be the guy that New England takes away because he'll line up inside more often and they'll have an outside linebacker uh, to kind of slough him off and pick him and kind of, you know, chip him here and there. That's going to slow down and open up for Juju on the outside because, man, Juju's a bad dude. He, I, I honestly think he's probably, I think he's more valuable than Antonio Brown to that offense right now. Well, he's he's playing like it. Um, Evan Silva put something up about uh, kind of the, the passing of the torch. There, he is. He he has more completions of the same amount of throws, of the same amount of, of chances as uh, as Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. He's also scoring more, uh, and he's making. That's what I'm saying, but I catch. So it's it's that's he's what I'm saying. Like, it's an, it's an interesting thought. Um, I don't think they're just gonna let a let a linebacker cover him. That I, I think is a that's is not a no 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 no, 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 no that's not farther. what I'm saying. No 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 they'll have a DB covering him and maybe a safety over top. But if he if Antonio Brown lines up on the inside slot as he normally does to get under routes, I think you're going to see outside linebackers um, lining up wide to ch- kind of chip him and screw up his timing, which is going to bring more balls out to Juju Smith Schuster. Oh, that's the wrong one. Or or um, even to force to force routes in or outside, depending on their coverage. If they're playing like a press cover two, you know, they're gonna line up a linebacker on the inside shoulder or brown and try to force him outside so that they can use that press to maybe confuse not you're not gonna confuse Ben Roethlisberger, but make him force a ball that he doesn't need to and be a turnover. I think that's a, a really viable thing, which is gonna help Juju because he runs long, deep, fast routes. And he catches so, everything. Um, I mean, Antonio Brown's a guy that a guy that he just that is that is looked for, right? He has the best output at home this season. He's averaging ninety two point three yards per game and eight point two yards per target, um, as opposed to seventy two point seven yards and six point nine yards per target on the road. Um, the Patriots have typically so this here's some insight have also typically let Brown work on a man to man coverage in their meetings, as well as leaving Malcolm Butler on in most of their meetings, which has allowed Brown to average 20.3 fantasy points per game over the past versus the Patriots. But um, may not end up being the plan. It just depends on who they decide to put uh, Stefan Gilmore on. But even so, Brown is capable of, you know, he's, he's capable of beating that um, that coverage. So I could see, I just, I mean, he's, he's shifty. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster is better on the road than on home, so he averages 121 per game on the road at home, and he averaged 64 and a half. Or sorry, 121 on the road to 64 and a half um, uh, at at home. So uh, just opposite of of uh, of Antonio Brown, and well, let's, Juju let's, actually runs more more slot. So I will say that the Patriots are 29th in the league in defending receivers in the slot. Um, there's potential we could see the Patriots approach this matchup similarly as how they where are you reading this from defending the Vikings two weeks ago. So this is actually um, thanks a lot to Rich Rebar at Roto World. This is his his Roto worksheet. Um, but so it, it's going to be interesting how they decide to cover this team. So 
I think they're gonna. Yeah. I think they'll end up covering. Uh, they'll end up covering Antonio Brown with Stephon Gilmore. Uh, I think Juju Smith-Schuster has a, a very good chance to to do well here. So then you just so gotta look at, look at matchups in this. Um, things because I I'll tell you this: Jarvis Landry is gonna go off again. Denver has nobody. They lost their two top cornerbacks this week. Um, they've got a great defensive line, so we're not going to run the ball a lot in Cleveland, but we are going to throw the ball a lot. And I think you'll see a lot of Jarvis Landry in the slot, quick shot um, out of you know play action, handoff. Uh, this is going to be a big week for Jarvis. So, well, I mean, I, I sure hope so. So go ahead. I'll let you pick this game. You know, it's gonna. This is gonna be the closest of the of the games you guys have played. This is again another opportunity for you to beat one person three times in one season. Um, you guys played week five and it was close. You won by uh, ten points. You played week nine, which wasn't too long ago, and you won by sixty five or sixty seven. That I was could a week use one that, of those games there, Zeke. Yeah, that was the week that Zeke made fun of me in week eight for scoring sixty, and then he scored fifty five, and it was beautiful. Um, Must be why I, he's not on this week. I do think that he's got some great matchups. And, you know, if if Carson and Cameron Brake come to play, um, I think that you've got a really strong chance to take this one. And I think it's going to be close. I think, you know, we're talking 10, 12 points maybe. But um, I, I just don't think that the Saints defense is going to hold up well. I don't think Sonny Michelle is going to be a good play. Austin Hooper is hurt, but he's playing Arizona. But still, that's not a great play either because Atlanta seems to have given up. Um, it's all going to rely on on Juju because Westbrook down in Jacksonville is going to do nothing because I, I don't care. Washington, still, he's going to do Washington's nothing. Bad, but, um, um, so I, I, I think you take this one. I'm going to go one. Back to, back to running the ball. I hope so. I'm, I'm going to go 136 to 118. I think you win by 18. I'll take it. Um, and Landry, Landry's going to put up. Landry's going to be your highest scoring player outside of quarterback. Landry's going to wow. put up 20, 23 points this week. Hot take. Twenty three points. Hot take from from Sean. So the next game that matters uh, is I'm sorry, Miss Jackson taking on biscuit in your pants. This one um, is going to be interesting. I'm going to go ahead and tell you I'm taking biscuit in your pants here. Um, yep. Me too. I just think that they're. They've got a, a better opportunity. Um, I'll let you break it down real quick. Yeah, I, I mean, I I totally agree with you. I think um, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson's had advantageous scoring this year. Um, you know, these guys have gone head to head. They split, uh, and both games were close. You know, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, week four put up 120 against 112, and the other game was 117 and 108. I mean, these these guys are bound to play each other, bound to, for it to be tight. Um, but I, I just think that Biscuit in Your Pants has the better team. They've stayed healthier, and Biscuit made a brilliant move. Um, and not that Doug hasn't made brilliant moves, but Biscuit went and got Jalen Samuels the minute that James Conner was maybe hurt. Uh, and I, I think that's going to be dollars for him. Well, I mean, but, you know, he didn't lose anyone else because of that move. So um, I, Tom Brady's going to show up in Pittsburgh because he always does. Tom Brady only plays big games. The only time he sucks is in Miami, which is where they were last week. Saquon so Barkley, like I said, number one fantasy gym, not a game changer, playing Tennessee. Uh, I think that's going to go really well for him. Keenan Allen is going to score a bajillion points unless they hit the Thursday night kind of, you know, whatever that happens to teams on Thursday night. Um, so Keenan Allen's going to have a big game. Uh, I like Robert Woods. 
Pettis is kind of a weird thing. I don't think he's going to do well because of Seattle's defense is just coming on strong. But Kelsey is incredible. The Rams' defense is playing Philadelphia, which is terrible. Um, they're bad. And I, I think I like his matchups more. Now, I think Doug has a boomer bust chance to win this game. Um, he's either going to have huge games from half his team and score 150, or he's going to score 95 and lose. Uh, so with that, I'm going to go with the safer of the two picks, I think. Give me biscuit in your pants. Yeah. Um, by so, six. A couple things. Um, Tom Brady, you mentioned he plays well against uh, against Pittsburgh. Um, he's thrown for at least 288 and multiple touchdowns in four of his past five games against Pittsburgh. So um, that is definitely definitely a spot where he likes to play. He likes to play against against a Pittsburgh defense that is uh, is he very susceptible to being burned. Do what? He, he always responds when they play another big quarterback. So, he just always does. Um, he wants to be the guy who always won the Hall of Fame matchup. So Sa- Saquon Barkley also, he just his usage is is through the roof. So that's why he'll continue, um, he'll continue to get touches. He'll get those fifteen touches a game out of Saquon. Jalen Samuels is still splitting time with Stephen Ridley, but I think Ridley kind of got a little banged up this weekend. Um, Keenan Allen, second ha- second half performer again, going against um, Los Angeles Chargers. It's this Thursday night game is going to play a heavy, heavy role in in both of these matchups. Yeah. As I'm sorry, Miss Jackson has Patrick Mahomes. Um, so everybody's kind of getting touched by this matchup a little bit. Um, but I I think you're right. I mean, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson has some good matchups. David Johnson's in a smash spot against Atlanta. Um, Justin Jackson's just untested. So um, news is pick. is Melvin Gordon wants to play. I think they're ridiculous. I think that'd be dumb for them to play Melvin Gordon no, in a chance no there in the playoffs. There's no way they play him. I don't see how. And I understand like Kansas City's in their division, and um, that's it's it's tough. Like I understand their thought process that if Kansas City wins, they lock up the number one seed. But I just don't see how the Chargers can risk. Um, I don't see how they can risk it. They're ten and three. They're securely in the wild card spot. Um, well, and you're not going to risk one of the best running backs, a game changer, yeah, to tear I, his knee into shreds because I don't see how you can risk him. But he wants yeah. to play. Um, Stephon Diggs against Miami. A Miami team is giving up a lot through the year. He's playing Larry Fitzgerald back on. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson going against Atlanta. Um, George Kittle, good grief, that guy's uncoverable. And then. This is where his problem is going to be. Spencer Ware is probably not going to play. Mm-hmm. So does he go Chris Godwin, Gus Edwards, or Traquan Smith? Um, and I think that's that's going not to be, a lot of good options. I hate I hate Aaron Jones in this matchup. I think Aaron Jones is going to get shut down. Um, but Robert Woods going against a bad Philadelphia team at home. Imagine at home. So Jared Goff is going to play a lot better. He's at home. The weather's warm. He's going to be comfortable. Uh, that defensive line is not going to get to him. So I think Los Angeles Rams get back to themselves this week. I think they score, you know, 40 points this week um, with the help of hopefully Todd Gurley. Could really use the smash spot, Todd Gurley. Um, like I already said, Keenan Allen's going to go off. I'm going with Biscuit in your pants to get to the um, to get to the uh the, the finals here. They're on a Ooh. seven game win streak. They're That's just- yeah, that this they 
they got hot, they stayed hot. Um, so I think it, I think it's going to be an, an an interesting. I think it's going to be an interesting an interesting rest of the playoffs. Shout so, out Joe Bond, you have shown yourself as a worthwhile competitor, and I welcome your presence in the league of ordinary yeah, gentlemen. So Joe. we're we're excited to excited to have Joe in. If Joe's watching, I don't know that he is. Um, but thanks thanks again. I, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, oh, playoffs. hold on. Whoa, whoa. Do you want to? I'm get coming for you here for the beer. I'm going to win. What? I'm going to win this week. Oh. Coming for you here for the beer with my crazy eyes. It's going to be hot. Here, for the, here. We'll we'll do this. We'll do this just for you. We'll take a look at here for the beer. Seven seed against the eight seed. Bless him. Um, let's see. Jared Goff uh, is going to. I think he has a big game. I I don't know, man. Um, Antonio Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks. You've got a tough matchup. If I had to pick this game, uh, if you go straight by matchups, uh, gosh, you probably got the quarter. I'll go with the MVP on, on quarterback. Uh, James, I'm going to go with Lamar Miller over James White. Uh, you better hurry up and take uh, LaShawn McCoy out. There's no way he plays with a. Oh, yeah. I'm actually – hold on. Hold on. I want you to reload it. Go ahead and reload that right now. So, okay. Peyton Barber against Baltimore. Still taking Nick Chubb. Um, taking Antonio Brown over Josh Gordon. Um, oh, T.Y. Hilton and Michael Thomas. That's tough. But I'm going to go with Michael Thomas because he's going against Carolina. Um, Brandon Cooks over Mike Williams um, in Kansas City. I'll go with Eric Ebron over Jimmy Graham. Oh gosh. Uh probably Jeff Wilson over Adrian Peterson. It's a toss up. I like uh you went and got the you went and picked up the Chargers defense? No, he did. Oh gosh. Yeah, did. Chargers defense is gonna put up negative points. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a stupid play. <laughs> so I'm going I'm still gonna go. I'm I'm going with here for the beer. Uh I don't think he's watching anymore. Uh he's not in the playoffs. But here actually, hold on. Did you notice my quarterback change? Oh, Baker Mayfield versus Denver. Give it to me. In my nobody high. on the outside throwing ball all day. That's gonna four be touchdowns. Baker's putting up four <laughs> touchdowns Saturday night. Four. I will say, I will say we have a we have a question. Uh, I posted a question on our on our Twitter at at t l o o g one earlier tonight. I said uh, we got a show tonight. Ask us your questions. We received one question. All right, Sean Thomas Stone at underscore Sean Stone S E A N Stone. Uh, he you, was Stone. our former player. Who uh, Sean? You you got a Hall of Fame jacket coming at some point. You've got to. Um, what is proper etiquette? Etiquette? Cheese. <laughs> what is what is proper etiquette? Of, no, no, say it right. Say it right. What is proper etiquette? Consolation bracket. Oh gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me start over. What is the proper etiquette of playing in a consolation bracket? Asking Esquit. for a friend. So, Was it etiquette and brasket? Etiquette of a consolation <laughs> bracket. Um, Beautiful. Anyhow, what's the proper etiquette of playing in a consolation bracket? Say so Sean decided to ask this question because he's plays with me in another league as well. Um, or he does as well does. Um, <laughs> what league is he in with you? He's in a Moneyball league that uh, I'm currently also the number one seed in, but he took Jalen Samuels from me when James Conner went down. So, Sean, wow. uh, proper etiquette. I want to play fantasy with Sean soon. That um, makes me mad. Well, you had a chance. Um, oh, is that the one I couldn't get to? That's right. Never mind. So, 
Sean, I'm going to give you uh, I'm going to say proper etiquette is to is to play. I'm not going to be one of these guys who thinks that if you're out of the playoffs, all of a sudden you can't play. Uh, you play to win. Why give up? You you paid yeah. for a full season. You paid for a playoffs. You get consolation games. You might as well. You might as well get on with it. Listen, um, here's my deal. If you're so, playing, if you expect you, out of NFL players, if you want them not to give up on the season when playoffs are done, you want them to play hard for pride. Right. Why would you sit yourself down and say it's not worth 40? It takes 45 seconds to stinker tinker. Are, are you yeah. that prideful? Are you that prideful that you are not going to go out and take a minute to fix your lineup to at least give the person you're playing their money's worth to not steal that joy from them? I Listen. If you don't play and you're out of the playoffs and you refuse to put your lineups together, I think that you suck. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> and with that note, I need to go fix my Yahoo League real fast. So nice. So anyhow, <laughs> Sean Stone, I I think you're a gentleman and a scholar uh, for continuing to play. Um, mm-hmm. I like it. I like the competitiveness. And I wish you'd come back to Greenville. So anyhow, thanks a lot for joining us, guys. Again, find us on Twitter at T-L-O-O-G-1 at t-l-o-o-g-1 that's where you find us interact with us ask us questions call us stupid whatever you want to do um also give us five stars rate us wherever you find us uh share us on youtube hey i know somebody might be watching probably not uh, also a plug for zeke make sure to follow sean at sean gaida at s-e-a-n-g-a-j-d-a and at doug appleby at d-a-p-p-l-e-b on Sundays for friendly banter. Um, if anything goes wrong or Sean wants to call out uh, referees for any good reason, um, Doug likes to likes to harp back at him. So uh, follow those two if you want to on a on a good on a good Sunday. So thanks very much for joining us, guys, and have a great week. Hope you enjoy your playoffs. Hope you win championships. Unless you're in my league with me, then I hope I win all the championships. So any parting words? Go Browns. Go Browns. And Baker and Baker, I believe, baby. Let's take it all the way. Give me eight, seven, and one. Baker, Baker, touchdown maker. Go Browns. Peace out.